Oh my stars, I am so thrilled you're here. My name is Kai Graham and welcome to another episode in my podcast, The Parent and Teen Toolbox, which is designed to equip parents and teenagers with the tools for navigating adolescence. I've been in the trenches of parenting and now I'm on a mission to help parents support their teenagers so that together we can build a mentally healthier and happier generation of young people. Each week you will receive learnings and takeaways that will help you tackle the challenges and the oh shit moments that are often associated with parenting tweens and teens. I have your back and I'm glad you're here. Happy New Year, you wonderful lot. How the devil are you? Are you the eternal optimist who is hoping that 2022 is going to be a bright, shiny new year, which indeed it is? Or are you the pessimist who is kicking 2021 to the curb and thinking, thank God we've got that shit over and done with? Thing is, is I'm not really a regrets type of person. I'm not really terribly good at looking back. But what I do like to do is to, well, what I've just done today, I grabbed a pen, I did a marathon journaling session and I just reflected and I just grabbed some learnings because, let's face it, what use are struggles, what use are challenges if we don't learn anything from them? To be honest, um, this episode is not one of those live, love, laugh ones because, yeah, we can all do that. I, I just find all that sort of stuff rather fluffy. But what I do want to do is just to look at this from obviously a parenting point of view um, and to help you realise that we can do hard things. 2021, I know, has... It's been collectively a fairly crappy year for many. We have had collectively very, very big challenges. But that's not unlike any other year in that we all have challenges, don't we? Um, maybe they might be more on an individual basis. But I think that sort of really that should be a reflection for us to realise that everyone at one stage or another is going through their own storm. And I think what 2021 has taught us is that, let's face it, we are, we are all in this game of life together. I think it was spring of 2021 when I was having, I guess, a, a bit of a meltdown. Um, things weren't going particularly well for me and I just needed to press pause. Um, mentally, I was exhausted. Physically, I was broken. Um, and I turned to a, a, a coach um, hoping that um, I would get some support, which I did. But she said to me, she said, you don't need me. She said, what, what you need to do is just, as I said, pause. She said, you need to be comfortable with being uncomfortable. And that was a massive one for me because Let's face it, I like to be in control. I like to um, have all my ducks in a row. I like to feel as though I've got a handle on what's going on. And it's when I was given permission to embrace, and I say this a lot, embrace the messiness of you, that I suddenly realised, oh my God, you know, we don't have to have all this mapped out. Um, you know, we've said... So many people have said, oh, well, you know, we, we need to be sort of um, 
okay with uncertainty and unpredictability. That's always been the case. Um, we've always had to know that we, we've no idea what the future holds. It's just that sometimes those curveballs are a bit bigger than others. And so it's important to sit with the discomfort. It's okay not to have it all mapped out. I mean, and this is what we're doing. We're sitting, for, sitting looking at sort of a bright, shiny 2022 and sort of making goals and having plans. No, I haven't done that for a couple of years. And do you know what? It's worked out okay for me. Um, it's actually worked out better because then I don't feel as though I've failed when I look back on the year and go, oh, you didn't do that and you didn't do that. And what it's made me realise is that um, I can I can achieve more than I ever dreamed of, which is pretty blimmin' cool. So I think the thing is, is that we don't always have to have everything mapped out and that's okay. And we might not be comfortable with what we're facing and that's okay as... I think Glennon Doyle said, you know, we can do hard things and that's okay. We can also embrace the time when we're allowed to do easy things as well, let's face it. But it's just being comfortable with just running with it and being flexible and allowing life not to take over, but allowing life to take its course. Another thing I did learn... Whoa, is slowing down is a sign of strength. That that was a big learning for me because I used to be a plate spinner and um, I used to have business as that badge of honour. And um, I got to a stage probably April time in 2021 where I just had to, I just had to take the gloves off. I had to surrender. Um, and it was a very scary time for me because it's not something that I... I'm very used to, but I had to learn, and it's that old oxygen mask thing, isn't it? When you know, if, if indeed we touch down on water, then the oxygen mask drops down, put it on yourself, and not whoever's next to you. Um, and I realised that I needed to take care of myself, and it was more it wasn't just a matter of self care; it's actually a matter of self preservation. Um, and I was very, very fortunate to have my darling daughter here. When I literally, I think I, I first time ever that I can remember, retired to bed for a week um, and she looked after me and I, I was very grateful for that. Um, but I think the thing was, is that I hadn't recognised the signs that my wheels were coming off um, and I was trying to just keep it all together. But the thing is, is that how the heck can you lead, be it your team, your family, your whatever, how can you lead from the front if um, if the wheels are indeed coming off? So it's important to acknowledge, and I'm, I'm getting slightly better at that, that sort of winter time is now a time for hibernation for me because I need it, and then it's all systems go in the springtime, a bit like the seasons come on, um, and, and I'm, I'm learning that, and I think it's important to realise that acknowledging your, I was going to say limitations, I don't even think it is limitations, but acknowledging that you're, um, you are indeed human and you don't have to work at th full throttle the whole time. Because I think the thing is, is that um, as leaders of our family, which invariably um, 
a huge generalisation, but the, the, the mums sort of tend to hold it all together, be it single mums or or, or not. Um, we tend to keep the wheels on, we keep the wheels in motion, but we need to understand that because of that responsibility, self-care is um, part of that responsibility. I am, I, I am a bit woo. I love oracle cards. I've got a, I've got a number of card decks, and I draw a card every day. And do you know one, one of the big ones that I remember coming out in twenty twenty one was the card beacon, basically meaning you need to be a beacon of light. Which I was always sort of thinking, oh, right, you see, therefore I've got to be this good leader, therefore I've got to be this good mum, this good, you know, whatever, this good entrepreneur, sort of leading the light for everyone else. But it also, in sort of when I became slightly more introspective, realised that I needed to be that beacon of light to myself. I was always looking to the outside on how I could um, be that shining light and I needed to realise that actually I needed to be a shining light for myself. I needed to walk the talk. I needed to set the example because I'm a huge advocate of self-care. And yet it was quite hard for me and it is quite hard for many mums to practice self-care because we don't have time for it, because we think that there are other more important things to do. But actually... um what I did realise is that you know bloody use to anyone if you are running on empty. So, yes, my darling friend, you are your top priority and it really is as simple as that. That said, as a parent, there are <laughs> a hell of a lot of other um, young people who are our priorities as well. Um, and my family is is my priority let's face it and yet what i also what i also learned in 2021 is whilst i am totally what's the word focused i think on my family's welfare um what I also have to remember is that they are not walking the same path as me. Um, they have different hopes and expectations. They have different dreams. They have different ways of doing things. So my way of doing things might not suit them. We are, as they this is one of the great 2021-isms, we are all in the same storm, but we are in different boats. Um what you think might be best for your child might not be. And that is quite hard to understand or to swallow, especially when your child is become, going through the teenage years, because for all these years we have been taking care of them, you know, through the baby years, through the terrible, sort of the toddler, terrible tantrum, terrible two years, through the between years and then we have to remember that actually they are now young adults and we need to learn to let go a bit and we need to let them start learning to dictate their own future and that's that can be quite hard um it's it's 
yeah, it, it, it's quite it's quite a tricky one for parents to realise that I know best. No, you don't. Um, I've had more experience. Ah, oh, yes, you have. But it's important to realise that even though your child is younger than you, we need to respect that they have a different journey. What did Jim Rohn say? You can't hire someone to do the push-ups for you. And I think as parents, we want to take the pain out of whatever our children are experiencing. And we can't, or we can to an extent, but then they don't experience life the way they should. They don't, um, they don't learn the lessons. They don't make the mistakes. And I think the longer we... Um, try and take the responsibility for our own children's happiness and well-being, the more we are denying them the emotional resilience that they need to learn. And I think the thing here is that what we have to realise is that none of us, no man is an island, none of us have to do any of this on our own. We learned that, you know, because of COVID. Um, we learned that we need to rely on other people. We need to be kind to other people. We need to realise that everyone is walking that mile in their own shoes. Um, but it, it, it sort of, this sense of collective struggle does bring us all together. And I think sometimes we need to trust the experts, whether or not it is the NHS, whether or not it is, um, you know, sort of, if your child is struggling. My, my, my son was very recently diagnosed with ADHD and all the mum guilt that came with that was phenomenal and yet I needed to let go. I needed to trust the experts, I needed to trust him. I'm still learning this um, and it's important to realise that yeah there's always going to be curveballs but I think as long as we stand by one another. We don't have to fix. As parents, we don't have to fix our children's problems. The most important thing is to just sit with them and say, sweetheart, you're not alone. Because that's a pretty cool feeling, isn't it? When you know that someone's going to walk beside you. And that's not just family, to be honest. That is friends as well. Friends can play a really important part in our lives if we allow them. Um, I'm an introvert. I play my cards close to my chest. And to be honest, when the chips are down, I lift the drawbridge. Um, I, I was going to say I like to wallow. I don't wallow. I like to, um, I like to keep myself to myself when when I'm struggling, which is not always a very good thing. Friends offer a different perspective. Friends offer the love and the support you need with, I was going to say no agenda, but maybe a different agenda. Um, and it's important to embrace yourself with like-minded souls around you. Um, historically, I've been, I've sort of had my fingers burnt with some fairly shitty friends. Um, sometimes I, I thought I was a good judge of character. Often I am, but there's often a rotten apple that slips into that barrel sometimes. And, um, but then 
that's the same with family, isn't it, for goodness sake? So I think the thing is, is to remember that even though you might sometimes get your fingers burnt, it life is not meant to be travelled on your own. Um, and so it's important to surround yourself with people that bring you joy. And the same, the same applies for your kids as well. I think the thing is we need to remember that our kids... Um, they are leaving the nest when they're teenagers they, or they haven't left. They are preparing to leave the nest. And this is why where their social circle becomes so very, very important to them. And we might not always like their friends or the ones that are influencing their decisions. And that is something that we need to let go of because I'm sure my folks didn't like some of my mates. The majority of them were great. But there's always there's always one or two, aren't there, that, that are colourful characters that we're drawn to. Um, and that's normal. We, we, we need to learn who, and I'm still doing this at the ripe old age of 57, is learning those sort of, you know, people that bring out the best in you. And let's face it, some bring out the worst in you. But we must also allow the space for our children to make those decisions Um themselves because that's how they learn to create their own tribe and to create their own personality. I think a big word I've heard in 2021 is loneliness. Um, I think my mum experienced this to an extent. She was, um, she was very much a socialite, um, still is, but lockdown over the last two years, created a vacuum for her. Um, and when prior to sort of COVID, she was very much alone because there was, wasn't very much, sort of wasn't, she didn't have immediate family around her. But she was never lonely because she had her social life. And then lockdown came along and changed all that. And I think we need to understand that a lonely alone and lonely are not the same thing. Um, we might live alone, we might feel that we are alone, and yet we might not be lonely, and yet we can be lonely in a full house. And so I think one way of, yes, one way of tapping into this and sort of changing that sort of dynamic is having that circle of friends. But I think also another one is to be very accepting of oneself because at the end of the day, we are the only person we're stuck with forever. It's um, a bit deep, isn't it? But it's, um, it's liking the person you see, accepting. If you can't like yourself at the minute, accept who you are, warts and all. You might, have, you might not like your body. You might not like your teeth. You might not like your personality. You might not like the job that you do. But I think the thing is, is to realise that, oh, I was, I was going to say you are one of God's creatures, but then that starts making it sound really spiritual and woo. We are all here to do the very best we can. You might have found your life's purpose. Hurrah, you might be thinking that 2022 is the one, you know, is the, the year where you find your life purpose. Knock yourself out. Do lots of things that, and we'll come to this in a minute, but that, that um, sets you alight. But I think the thing is, is that when you look in the mirror and go, do you know what, I'm doing okay. 
then I don't think there's as much cause for feeling lonely. This is my experience. When you are happy and settled with what's going on on the inside, the outside stuff seems to come. And this is what I teach the the young my younger clients, my sort of teen clients, is um, you know that because their tribe is so important, because their studies are so important, and they forget they don't even know they don't even know how important it is to get to know themselves. That it's it's sort of sometimes not even something that crosses their mind, and yet when they realise that they are when they learn to accept who they are like gosh even love who they are then all the struggles i'm not saying they disappear but they level out a bit and we realize i think the thing is is realizing that life does indeed have its ups and downs and we are here to navigate those and to embrace them in all their glory and yes we have happy times and we have sad times and that's the way it should be. Um, and I think maybe 2021 has taught us a lot of that. What it has certainly taught me is the devil is in the detail. It's the small, tiny things. And we need to start working out the little things that bring us joy. I mean, I, was, I, I, I teach a lot of the students that I speak to that, you know, stop sitting in front of the desk the whole day because you've got an assignment due in three days. Stop it. Um, allocate three hours a day and then spend the rest of the time having fun. They like, well, I can't possibly do that. You said, well, I tell you what, you're spending your whole time in front of your desk and you're not achieving anything. So let's put some time aside for real study instead of twiddling your fingers and scrolling and let us go out and embrace life as well. Because I think the thing is when kids and us, when we start realising that we are allowed to do lots of other things rather than all the blimmin' shoulds, you should do this and you should do that and you must do that and you've got to do that. Let's, let's make way for the fun stuff as well, the things that bring us joy. So what are the things that bring you joy? And maybe this is a, a, an exercise or I don't know, I don't want to say exercise because that makes us so, we feel as though we should do something for goodness sake. But I just want you to sort of think what brings you joy, not the textbook high expectations joy. The joy, I found joy in... Um, my vegetable patch, pulling a carrot top and actually finding an actual carrot at the, the, uh, attached to that carrot top, seeing Les the pheasant run down the garden with his legs akimbo just after I'd thrown the grain out, having that first gulp of hot tea in the morning. It's all the little things, isn't it? Finding your favourite chocolate in a box of celebrations when everyone had thought they'd eaten all the good ones and you're not just left with the bounty. The memes that I send to my family, we all send to each other in our WhatsApp groups. The comments and the connections of support when we're looking out for one another. Putting the last piece in a thousand piece jigsaw puzzle. It's those moments and it's, it's, it's the tiny things, and we need to learn to savour them, just to press pause and to say thank you. Thank you for the little things. 
thank you for the big things, obviously. Um, that goes without saying. But I think the thing is, is that especially this, you know, this past year, we are learning that it's the little things that bring us through that little random act of kindness, that little, maybe that big thing where you felt brave enough to say something, brave enough to do something. And maybe it worked out and maybe it didn't. And I think that's the thing is is helping our kids to embrace all that and helping our kids learn that staying in your comfort zone isn't the best thing to do. It's safe. And actually, let's face it, safe is a little bit boring. Safe is not very adventurous. Safe doesn't stretch us, doesn't allow us to grow, doesn't let us learn about ourselves. Safe is a bit black and white and who wants to live a black and white world let's have a bit of technicolor going on peeps i think sometimes we have to make these decisions we have to we our heart of heart in, in our heart of hearts we know that there are some things that we need to do even if they're scary and i think what we need to do is trust our gut how do you do that kai well the way i do it is is i ask myself is this a hell yeah or is this a no way? Um, and those, you know, what you, you can start feeling that. I, I, you know, um, it's it, you can feel it in your body when your body is trying to tell you, yes, yes, you've got to go for this, even though it's scary, even though you can feel sort of that little bit of tightness in your chest and, the, oh, my God, oh, my God. I think we need to be able to live life outside our comfort zone and to trust our gut and to go for it. Um What's the worst that can happen? I mean, I keep saying Jack's, Jack Canfield, one of my mentors a long time ago, um, used to say that there's no such thing as failure, it's only feedback. And we need to embrace that and we need to allow our kids that opportunity to take risks. And yes, come on, teenagers are risk takers. And I think sometimes we, 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 and I think we forget that we too should be taking risks. Um, Life is work in progress and risks, as long as they are educated and, and um, safe, it's important that we sometimes just take the leap and trust. As I said, I'm a bit woo, so I tend to trust something bigger than myself because there's a plan out there for me that I don't even know about. And if I restrict myself to what I think I can achieve, I am not going to achieve half as what I could. And I think we need to remember this as parents. Let's just stop sitting in the long grass. Let's start leading by example. Let's start showing our kids that life doesn't stop when you become an adult. We need to be those role models. We need to embrace the fun and the excitement and the, oh my, you know, the the things that scare the bejesus out of you. And I think that's okay. Um, whether or not, you know, a couple of years ago, I threw myself out of a plane with the kids safely. Um, and a couple of years ago, I wrote a book and now I'm writing a TED talk, all of which makes the back of my knees go and all of which makes me feel, oh my God, what the heck am I doing? But we need to lead from the front, don't we? We need to 
show ourselves and our kids that we're not all washed up and wrung out and there's nothing left to give. So we need to, as I do, surrender, trust, and do not doubt. And I tell you, when I do that, some really exciting things happen. And more doors open up and more opportunities open up and suddenly the right person comes along and these that little thing that's been niggling in your head for ages. Because um, we need to show our kids that the little dreams that are niggling in their heads are possible. And it's okay to do new things. We must do new things that keep us moving forward, that keeps stretching us, that keeps pushing us to our limits. That's how things happen. That's how things get invented. Look at flip side. Look how quickly they got vaccines out for us. And they kept on trying and trying. And no, there was no failure. It was just feedback of the different ways of doing things. And this is what we need to learn is that if we don't push ourselves, if we're always wanting to get something right, then we're never going to achieve the unimaginable and that unimaginable can be whatever it is to you we have to remember that we are all the same but different someone's giant leap of faith might be someone else's take it in their stride and we need to realize that your reality is not someone else's so let's not restrict our kids with our own limitations. I think that's what it is. It's allowing them to move forward and allowing us to move forward. Because what I've learned is that whilst I am trying to set an example to my kids, yes, I am pushing myself. And I, I, I'm achieved, I've achieved more in the last 10 years. And I did, well, apart from having my kids, I think my life was fairly ordinary. And now I'm just thinking, Flip sake, let's make it extraordinary. Let's make it exciting. Let's make it fun and different. And let's push the boat out a bit, even though, yeah, it does scare the bejesus out of me a lot of the time. 2021 was um, a great year for me to reflect, to see where I was going, to see what I wanted to do. Not not even sort of, oh, let's plan something new and exciting, but sort of do, to, to look at my life in a, are you doing what you like doing? Um, I soon realised, and I've known this all along really, that happiness is a choice and it all comes from inside. So yeah, my my happiness did go down to the small things, the little things, the, the, the things, as I sort of said, that brought me joy. But also I was, a, I, I, I started to allow myself the opportunity not to keep filling in the spaces, the opportunity to just sit. And that could be, because I, 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 I'm always a sort of, you need to be productive, you need to be doing stuff, you need to be da 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 you need to be spinning plates, you need to be sort of creating something new. And, and I learned that actually when I created space for myself, and that could literally just mean sort of reading a book for a day. Imagine doing that a whole day, um, you know, rather than, well, 20 minutes before bed, blah, blah, blah. I, I, I learned that creating space allowed the good stuff to come in. 
and that good stuff could be new opportunities that could that good stuff could be different ideas that good stuff could be you know sort of new thoughts but it was also my time to heal physically emotionally spiritually just getting that space in your head and not pushing too hard all the time um which for a long time I felt was very selfish and that it was a bit of an indulgence and I shouldn't really be doing this and I ought to be doing something different and you know look at everyone else they're sort of going for a walk or they're jogging or they're doing this and I'm just doing I'm just reading a book and I think the thing is we we know that com comparison is the thief com yeah comparison is the thief of joy um and I'm learning do you know what if people are judging me, fine. But actually, then they're not really the people that matter to me anyway. I think the thing is, and I, I didn't like this phrase until I started sort of thinking about it, and it's just, you do you. Go and do what brings you joy. Go and do what you need. And I think that's the thing we need to teach that to our kids. You know, you don't have to dress up that way if you don't want to. You don't have to do those subjects if you don't want to. You don't have to go to uni if you don't don't want to. A young lad um, I spoke to just before Christmas and he sort of said, I've got to go back to uni and I'm dreading it because my grades are so bad and and I don't know where to start and I just feel overwhelmed. And I went, hang on a minute, this is your first year. For the last three months you have been learning to budget you've been learning to cook you've been learning not to turn your whites pink you've been learning to navigate new social circles you've been learning how to do online study because you know school spoon feed you you've been learning so much so give yourself a break and realize that you're doing everything that you need and other people could be taking life, you know, in their stride. Or I tell you what, it <laughs> likelihood is they're not. They're just wearing a mask and pretending. But just do what you need to do. Because that brings so much more freedom. When you just focus on you, not in a selfish sort of way, but stay in your own lane. And don't worry about what everyone else is up to. I think... That's what 2021 has taught me, is that we have got so wrapped up in what everyone else is doing. They're doing this, you know, they're getting vaccinated. They're not getting vaccinated. They're doing this. They're not doing this. And I think we, we can't hugely influence other people. All we can do is lead by example. All we can do is concentrate on what we are bringing to the party. And just leave other people to do what they need to do. We're, we're very good at judging and sort of doing their, well, their decision's wrong because my way's right. And yes, if it's right for you, that's great. But I think we waste so much energy in trying to make people think the same way as we do. And we can't. Our children um, develop the same values as us. They mirror our values up until about the age of seven. And then, you know, it sort of starts, 
their, their, their own sort of personalities start sort of developing and changing and they are influenced by key people in their slightly more external world and that could be teachers and that could be coaches and then they become teenagers and they are influenced by celebrities and their friends and whatever. And I think as parents we find it very hard to let go when suddenly our children are developing a mindset of their own but this is what they should be doing for goodness sake this is called success this is well you know that they are flying the nest and invariably do you know what they might go through a goth period or they might be little kids you know biting in playgroup or whatever it is but they 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 turn out okay in the end um they need to kick the tires they need to learn who they are but i think what the best thing we can do whilst they're going through this sort of character evolution is to remain constant is to be true to our own values to be true to self to be true to what we stand for and here transparency is key absolute key i have learned that um to say how you feel of course to say what your views are but to walk the talk i mean come on if you're in the uk you you know if we if we look at put our politics and our leaders under a microscope. It is amazing um, how untransparent they are and how they are sort of, you know, massaging their own agendas. And, and, and it, you know, it, it, some of our le leadership is very questionable at the minute. So apply that thought to your own family. Are you leading from the front? Are you being that beacon that you need to be for your kids? Because actions speak louder than words. And if we are leading and if we are behaving with authenticity and transparency and love and kindness and compassion and all those other lovely things, then those are the lessons that we are teaching our kids. And those are the important ones. Come on, we all see through the bullshit. We all know if, if, if our politicians are lying to us. We all know if, well, one hopes we do. Um, that's why I stay away from media. But our kids know they can spot bullshit at 100 paces as well. So you can't kid a kidder. And so try and be true to what you need to do. It's going back to you do you, staying in your own lane, being true to your own principles. What you focus on, you attract so if it's lies, deceit and, and, and um, nepotism and, and um, just trying to line your own pocket, the truth will out. And I think the thing is, is that as long as you are true to your own values and expectations, then you can't really go wrong. And actually, let's face it, um, our opinions our priorities, they're not always constant. They can change. Gosh, for flip's sake, change is inevitable, isn't it? I mean, that's what 2021 has taught us. Um, nothing is certain, but it never has been. That's the whole point. We're all sort of sitting there and going, oh, my gosh, you know, um, there's so much uncertainty. It's all uncertain. It always has been. We've never known what the future held. We, You know, you... you we don't know who's going to win next year's Premier League. We don't know what's going to happen next week. We don't know what 
exam results we're going to get. We don't know who's going to pass driving tests. We don't know when we're going to die. You know, it, it's we don't know the exact things that are going to happen in life. And, and everything is, to be honest, everything's a bit of a surprise. And that's that's the way it is. So let's not sort of, you know, I think the thing is, is that when there is so much uncertainty, I've just said that it's always there, but w when we feel that there is so much uncertainty, that's when we feel unsafe. That's when anxiety comes in. That's when we are in fight or flight. So this goes back to self-care, doesn't it? It goes back to looking after, um, looking after ourselves and trying to maintain some sort of predictability in this uncertain world, because that's what our un unconscious mind likes. But also embracing the uncertainty and, as I said, surrendering and trusting and never doubting because there is there's something out there for all of us and we've no idea what the future held and that's okay. And I think that's an important thing is having the hope. Hope matters. Hope is important. Whilst... The future might be uncertain. There's that hope that we're heading in the right direction, that your children are making the right decisions, that COVID is now more manageable. The fact that we might be able to start traveling a bit more, the fact that the world might start opening up, the fact that maybe you are going to take that course that you want to, maybe you are going to change direction, maybe whatever it is, you might get carrots this year, whatever it is. And I think that's one thing, as I've sort of said, that it's it's we, it's the small things as well as the big things that are important. And I want you to just look back, not forward this time, look back and allow yourself time to celebrate the wins. Celebrate what you have achieved. Like that young man who was not looking forward to going back to university because his grades were a mess. And I said, yeah, but look back and see what you have achieved because that's so important. Because when we do look back and we get the learnings and we look at our achievements and celebrate our wins, we realise that we are capable of many things. And it could be looking back and going, oh my God, I survived homeschooling. Or it could be looking back and going, I adopted a pet from a rescue charity. Just celebrate the wins. Celebrate the wins of running a business. Celebrate the wins maybe of running a marathon. Flip's sake, celebrate the wins that you were able to, you know, run a bath when you needed one. Celebrate the fact that you're still here. And remember to keep putting that oxygen mask on because we need to do that so that we can support ourselves and so that we can support others. So my lovely friend... Um, look after yourself. Um, I hope 2022 brings all that you dreamt of, but even a little bit more. Sending you lots of love. Thanks so much for listening to this entire podcast. If you want to help other parents looking for support, then please share this with your friends and family. Because if you found this podcast useful, then they will too. So please share via your social media. 
If you have any parenting questions, then please give me a shout through my email, which is toolbox at kygraham.com. And I may even use your question as a future podcast episode. If you want to connect, please come and join me on Instagram. Just search for Kai Graham. Also, could you do me a favour, please? Parenting teenagers can feel very confusing and isolating at times. And I believe that it takes a village to raise a child. And we are here to support one another. I'd love it if you would leave a review on iTunes. And a good one, by the way. (laughs) Because when you do, it lets more parents out there know that there is support for them too. Thank you. And as always, this comes with much love.